0: Welcome to the podcast edition of the Three Grumpy Simmers. In our second episode, there is a recap from both Nova Wing 24 and Bell Geode on their experiences at Flight SimCon 2017, as well as touching on the idea of alternative simulators and how they impact our simulation experience. Hi there folks, uh, Nova Wing 24 here along with my good friends Sergio and Belgiode. And together of course we are the Grumpy Flight Simmers. So folks, we are back for another episode. Um, we did actually think of changing our name um,
1: for this particular episode. Um... <laughs> Don't even get me started. Just don't even get me started. One hour messing around with this cell phone. I'm ready to throw it through the front door, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we
0: were looking at changing uh, our names to the, tech, the three technically challenged simmers. Um, but it's okay. We're here now, uh, and we have all three of us. Um, so, uh, first off, uh, uh, we're just going to uh, do a bit of a roundtable. Um so, uh, what's been happening in each of our worlds uh, since our last episode? Mr. Belgeo?
1: Right now, I'm basically trying to get over the majesty that was Flight SimCon and everything that happened there and pretty much just playing catch-up. I've got a lot of videos that I'm way behind on. I don't see the time coming anytime soon for me to get all of this stuff finished, so... That's pretty much it. Just playing catch-up. Fair enough, fair enough.
0: And for you, Sergio?
2: Well, um, pretty much the same. You know, um, uh, I was one of the guys that didn't, didn't win to FSC. Not like two guys that I know and spend a <laughs> lot of time there and they fun, you know. Uh, and-
0: <laughs> I, I I have no idea
2: the two people you might be talking about here. I don't know any so, idea. Any idea, Bel? <laughs> so yeah, so the episode today should be one grumpy flight simmer and two happy simmers because you know <laughs> I'm the one that's grumpy. And and then, I don't, you don't know about that. You. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> on Sunday, that
1: AC unit went out in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. I was not a very happy simmer. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. that was
0: horrifically hot that day. Yes, it was. I'm so glad I went for the run <laughs> earlier in the day. Uh, right. Okay. Cool. And, um, but yeah. Mm, running, I went flying. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, well, yeah, okay, so, so, so guys, just so you know, um, I went out for a run every day that I was there at Flight SimCon, uh, I get back from my morning 10k on Sunday as this guy, as this guy is getting into the shuttle bus to take him to signature FBO to go fly a Cessna 172. Yeah, but uh, yeah, can you say the jealousy was just insanely, it was, it was insane levels, it really was. Um, so yeah, and for myself, much the same, uh, I'm sort of still catching up with videos, um, my videos are still sort of filtering through and coming through from Flight SimCon, uh, but I've got a lot of work to catch up from, <laughs> um, but I did have a great time winding down and relaxing a little bit in the beautiful mountains of Colorado afterwards. Um, doing crazy running things as well. Can I just say, trying to run at 5,500 feet is a hell
1: of a lot harder than doing it at sea level. Can I just say that? It's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine so. I've uh, only ever hiked the Blue Ridge Parkway, which is in North Carolina, Tennessee, on the eastern side of the US. So not nearly as high up as where you were in Colorado, but yeah, you can feel it. You can definitely feel it. <laughs> cool. So, um,
0: I guess we'll we'll get started because I, uh, I as um as Sergio sort of said, yes, we two of us went off to Flight SimCon. Um, so I suppose Sergio, we're gonna throw this one over to you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna by, need to trademark. By, <laughs> by, by, the, by the way, by the way, Belgio's finger wagging was the topic of many a conversation with several developers <laughs> um, at FSC. Yep. It really has become a thing. Uh, anyway, uh, so, so I guess the thing's going to be over to you. Did you have any questions? Any things that you wanted to find out more about um, after seeing some of the videos from from Bell and myself about the content there? Uh,
1: and questions. And actually, uh, further to that. Further to that, Sergio, before you answer that, yeah, you were the one who provided the questions for my interview with uh, Mr. Hood from Uptail Games. Did you feel that he adequately answered your questions?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, okay. I do feel that... Um, all the questions that I've sent you, and I, I really have to thank you for doing this, um were, you know, were decently were were very well uh, answered. And
0: sorry, sorry, the... sorry. I'm going to interrupt this one. So why were there no yeah. questions
2: about helicopters? I didn't want to do, do any questions <laughs> about <laughs> helicopters. No. I think Steve Wood already hired a few a few guys to hit me. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I, 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 I wanted. <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember, um, Nova, but last, last year at FSC, um, Bell uh, asked uh, Steve about helicopters, and he mentioned this guy that was always nagging him about helicopters, and I just didn't want, <laughs> didn't want to go through that all over again. Um, I, I, the I look I, on
1: his face was priceless,
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, I, I didn't want to talk, to talk about the helicopters and ask him about helicopters. I did mention helicopters in one of the questions, um, just for you know, just to illustrate the different classes of aircraft that there are. Um, but what I wanted to achieve with these questions was to um, to get to uh, when when I when I, had, when I do interviews or do articles, I, I try to place myself in the position of the readers or the person that is watching the interview and I wanted the community to get the the, the feeling of what Dovetail Dovetail Games is doing with with the simulator with the sim Um, people need to understand that this is a very complex and time consuming thing for them to do so I wanted people to understand what's ahead of them and what's already behind them and why is it that they're taking so long to do what they're doing um, and that was pretty much what I was trying to do with the questions that uh, Belgiode uh, kindly took to Steve. Uh, so no helicopters, nothing about very specific about uh, any kind of aircraft. I just wanted for people to have the feeling of the complexity and you know the, the, the size, the sheer size of the, 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 the tasks that they have at hand. Um, having that said, what questions do I have <laughs> about um, what happened, oh, or about you know FSC? Um, I don't have a lot of questions, to be honest. Um, I think I had more answers than questions from all all the stuff that I've I've been I've been seeing. Um, X Plane is growing. Um, uh, you know, hosting has a very very. Um, good idea of where he wants to take uh, the scene he's, of very, what, he's what... very passionate, he's very passionate <laughs> <I believe. laughs> that's he's one good. way to put it, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, when I was watching the panel with uh, Lemner Research and Dovetail Games and uh, Lockheed Martin um, you could see that two out of three uh, companies there were very passionate about what they were doing I'm not going to say. Which
0: uh, well, you, 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 know, you know, you know what? I, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually. I'm really glad you brought that up because that was actually going to be a question because I, I wasn't sure if you'd actually seen and, and heard the um, the the panel discussion about that um,
2: yeah.
0: And and for anyone who's watching this episode <laughs> who hasn't checked out either um, my audio recording, which is mediocre, or Flight Sim Guys um and FS Elites video of it. Um, I encourage that you, you guys to do so, but um, the 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 company that Sergio is diplomatically not referring to um, <laughs> is it, that I'm just blatantly going to say is Lockheed Martin. Um, right. So uh, <laughs> just just
1: anyway, so uh,
0: I, sorry, I'm waiting for the lawyers to like knock
1: down my door now. Anyway, um, I've been asking the entire weekend why. Were they there? Yeah, it's... seriously.
0: <laughs> I, I, so, so I, I okay. So, okay. I'm gonna launch into it. So, I'm gonna give my opinion, and then we'll hear from from you guys as well. So, I, look, it just seems to me that Lockheed Martin was just literally reinforced the fact that it doesn't give a shit about us. Um, it just seemed to reinforce that um, position, and I'm not saying anything about the the rep that was there. I, I got a chance to have a chat with him afterwards, and he was a really good guy, um, and had a lot of thing, good things, you know, good things to say, and just and just positive sort of things to say about his work, the work of Lottie Martins, and is the work of his competition. So I have nothing problem with the representative they sent, but it really, it just to me felt like we really got a sense that they were only there because they had to be there. Because for the first time in a long time, like like basically ever since Lockheed Martin got the license, they actually have competition now in the sim space. So they felt like they had to send somebody along. But it was just everything that they said and all the answers they gave basically went, yeah, well, we're here. We really don't care about you. We were only interested in the defense and the government mm-hmm. contracts. Um... And to me, that's sort of like, that might have got them, that's got them a really long way so far, but for me, I question it's how effective that's going to be as a future strategy when you've got two um, uh, two very passionate companies that you've got, you know, you've got Laminar Research with, with X-Plane and you've got Dovetail Games with Flight Sim World, they're very passionate about their product and what they're bringing to the market. And I just don't see that passion at Lockheed Martin. I just don't see the interest in the passion giving to us as the home users to actually be able to get an advantage of their product.
1: Well, you, you yes, realize... I would have to agree with that, too. I mean, they had the golden opportunity in that panel and even before them to just simply say to the general public, thank you. That's it. Hmm. They needn't even elaborate. Just thank you. We know you're buying our product. We know it probably goes against the EULA, but thank you. That's yep. all they had to say. Mm-hmm. And it would have been fine. I was actually thinking about getting P3D version 4 up until Flight con After that really? panel, I decided against it. I am not getting it now.
0: Even after seeing like Orbix and TFI showing off all
1: the cool new features about version 4, you're still okay. The general impression that I got was they don't really need my money.
2: So t- why yep. would I want to invest in it? Hmm. You guys realize we're going to have a lot of flack <laughs> over this. Yeah. I'm sure we will. i stand yeah, behind yeah, yeah. by my opinion. Oh, no, it no, is just. No, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not. To, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that we're going to get a lot of flack, <laughs> and that's perfectly normal and perfectly mm. fine. And um, okay. uh, I, I don't understand why um, Lockheed Martin went to FSC, and they actually, I, in my opinion, they had no need to go to FSC or to go to any community uh, event. Um, it, they are on different markets. You know, it's plain, plain, plain and simple. Their market, it's not a community market. Their market, it's not you or me or, you know, mm. um, all the other guys or most of the guys that we know in the flight sim industry, in the flight sim community. It's just not. It's Like I said, they're, they're more concerned and more worried about <clears throat> defense con- contracts or, or other company contracts that they are on them with the, the community guys. So to be very honest with you, if they didn't went to FSC, in my opinion, that would probably be a better move. You know, and they they would mm-hmm. keep on they would keep on um giving you the feeling and giving you the correct idea that uh, you know guys, um, this is not our market, this is not for us, and mm-hmm. we are not going to this to these event because this is not where we need to go yeah um you know and the, the fact, in my opinion, the fact that they went to f s c um hurt them more than helped them to be honest, guys like you. Like Belgioolt, for example, mm-hmm. that we're considering in uh, getting their product, um, are not going to do because you know the, the yep. um, and again, like you said, the guy that was there has nothing to do with it. We're talking about the 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 the, the stance of the of the company mm. towards exactly the exactly yeah the stance of, of a certain guy. It's not that guy. It's the community. It's the the, the company. I'm sorry. Um, and, yeah, you know, this
1: definitely. Stance. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame the guy himself. No, no, no. no. There's nothing to do. do. Yeah, he, yeah, And he was basically told he needed to be there. <laughs> so. Yeah, he, he was. He was doing no his job. No fault against him.
2: He's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, he was doing his job. Yeah, and and he was doing his job according to what the company told him to do.
0: Exactly, exactly. And and Sergio, going on oh, what you were saying before, I mean, um, for a lot of people and a few people were kind of surprised when I was speaking to them at FSC. Um, when I tell them that my primary platform that I use and the primary platform and the primary review platform that I have is prepared is prepared version three like that 's what I use that is my benchmarking system i still I really enjoy it, but <coughs> at the end of the day i don 't feel that and and again the there are tens of flight simcom reading reinforced to me that we are not their market we are not of interest to them we are a borderline sort of like, we're, we're something that they've inherited because Microsoft didn't do anything in the space for so long. We're just the the, the inheritance that they got along with the license. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I, I think that um, you know, for, for all the, the good that prepared has benefited to the community over the last 10 years, the fact is the majority... Which, which is a lot it's, it's yeah. a lot it's definitely done and it's, it's set it's set a lot of bench, it's, set, it's set a lot of benchmarks for the likes of um, X-Plane um, and Flight Sim World to actually live up to in the future absolutely I would definitely agree with that but I also noticed that the vast majority of the development has only come in the last <laughs> two years I also would like to note that I also have noted that mm-hmm. so yeah, as I said, I think... Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you, Sergio. We're probably going to cop some flack for that, but yeah, I think that... And I hadn't thought of it like that, the way you just presented it, saying that you know there are people who have seen and heard that sort of presentation, who sort of went... Who were sitting on the, on the fence um, like Bell. Bell has been, going, you know what? Maybe I won't go with that platform anymore.
2: Yeah. And you know what was weird? Um they have decided to come forth and present themselves to the community <laughs> exactly when um, FSW is out there and mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, I, 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 yeah but I, but the thing is I would expect it to be the opposite because you know as you guys know um, both teams come from the same base we're talking about FSX mm-hmm. okay so and Lockheed and Martin has the, the license for the professional version and Dovetail Games has a license for the um, entertainment market. Okay, so um, neither <clears throat> Dovetail Games can enter the Lockheed Martin's market and neither can Lockheed Martin mm-hmm. enter the the, the the Dovetail Games market. So it's it's kind of mind boggling, it's, it's puzzling for me um, to realize that they have decided to come forth and present themselves to the community at this time, especially when we already know, and we have known this for several years, that we are not their market. So, right. why even bother?
0: Just because remember, everybody who's got prepared that you can't smile or have fun while you're flying in prepared. <laughs> so you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If yeah, if you actually read the EULA, it is sorry. It's, it's 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 the it's it's the Belgiod finger <laughs> waggle. No playing, yeah. fun. Um, so, yeah, it, it, look, I think it's an interesting position um, that Lockheed Martin have put themselves in. And I, I actually, yeah, I agree, I agree with you, Sergio, that I think that they have actually hurt themselves more by coming to FSC and presenting themselves the way they did than just backing off and just saying, as they have done for the last uh, however many years, you know, last, what, three, four years at FSC mm-hmm. and the last <coughs> eight years mm-hmm. in Europe. Where they just have have not attended they've sort of they might have thrown a bit of support but yeah they've never attended and i think that um their their decision to attend is a mix
1: sends mixed messages to everybody so mm, interesting yeah Yeah. like i said they had the golden opportunity and they wasted it so i think for my money, I would have rather have gotten the Eagle Dynamics guys there, and I understand why they didn't show up, because they were out in L.A. to do E3 that mm. weekend. But I would have loved to have actually talked to those guys, who technically, you know, it's also not their market, but a lot of the simmers that I ran into at Flight SimCon kept hitting me with questions about DCS. H- hang on, hang on. Why, so why would you say... Over.
0: Why would you say that we that the attenders attendees at FSC were not Eagle Dynamics market? I I would have said they were they they're the prime market That's what market I've for always
1: them. heard. Yeah, that's what I've always heard because you know, dovetail and uh Lockheed. Well, maybe not Lockheed. I, I'm not even gonna put them in the same equation. But like dovetail and you know certain other uh. SIM platforms generally try to distance themselves from the military aspect of the SIM. Like if you were to ask them, they'll say, you know, it's a general aviation type SIM. It's, well, eventually a commercial aviation. They usually try to shy away from the military aspect of it, which, of course, is ECS specialty. You look on things like Facebook and some of the other groups around, a lot of the groups that you're going to see there primarily are for commercial aviation and stuff like that. Now, you've got your, your fringe groups, which, of course, I'm in all of them. <laughs> That's like the carrier ops groups, the Navy, the fighter pilot groups, the helicopter mm. groups, yeah. all of that stuff. But we're definitely along the periphery as far as the Flight Sim community goes. A lot of the folks that I ran into at Flight SimCon were primarily commercially geared. Mm-hmm. But, with that being said, yeah, I did run into quite a few people who did play DCS, who have enjoyed you know, some of the stuff that I've done, the DCS videos, and wish that Eagle Dynamics were, were there instead of Lockheed Martin. I heard that comment so many times over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I, I definitely think it would be great to have him. and And I kind of see that we still we yeah, I, I I guess because like you, Belle, I've always been in that sort of periphery edge where I've enjoyed both general aviation and um and the combat side of things where i've always found enjoyment in in both whether it be in the esp platform world or whether it be in dcs or as i'm discovering x-plane has built-in abilities to do weapons as well which is actually kind of cool yep. so mm, interesting yep. yeah okay fair enough fair enough but yeah i, I think you're right though is that a lot of the um, but even even X Plane to a degree though does sort of shy away from presenting itself as a combat simulator. It's a it's an aviation, it's a flight simulator, not a right,
1: um, right. combat simulator. Mm. Which don't get me wrong, I get it. Okay, you know it's more family friendly, so on and so forth. You want to promote a more positive atmosphere, but yeah, what? then there are guys like me that just love military stuff. I mean, I wanted to be a Top Gun. I wanted to be quote unquote Ice Man. I'm not going with Maverick. I'm going with Ice <laughs> well, Damn I, straight, you know, <laughs> Ice Man. So far better do pilot. It in real life, so this is how I do it now. <laughs> you know, it's through the flight
0: hmm. Yeah, and and that's a, a good way to to put it, I think. So yeah, Sergio, your thoughts?
2: <laughs> uh, well, uh, I would I would like to see the, <laughs> at, the at the convention as well. Uh, definitely, um, I do agree with. Um, with uh, Drew, in terms that um, you know, um, military sims are somewhat you know, on the on the on the edge of the of the of the simulation group, um, and I, I would really like to see them there, especially because um, there are new products coming out that the community would like to see. And uh, you know at e three there there's really not a lot of flight seemers going there, specifically to see a couple of uh, of products. I think that would be I think the the the, the amount of money that they spent on two e three would probably yeah. be much much better um, spend off at FSC. and i, I believe that companies such as e d and others need to start looking at FSC. As the E3 for flight simulation, you know. flight simmers don't usually go to E3. That's mm-hmm. gaming. That's yeah. that's different yeah, area of the.
1: Worse, worse. Yeah. Whereas
0: whereas yeah. I'll tell that
1: to Amy and Dan from Dovetail, who did end up at E3 shortly after leaving <laughs> I... Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh E3, oh yeah. yeah. Dovetail, Dovetail was there alongside with the. Uh, I have talked to Amy about it. She loved it, of course. She's a gamer, so. Uh, she loved it, but I, I don't think that's the proper place for them to be, to be honest. I would rather rather see them at uh, FSC or at Wenson in the UK or, you know, at, any other simulation events. That's where the, their market is. Mm-hmm. And, and, I
1: definitely and the thing that is, I, could I know EcoDynamics see... was invited, too. They were actually oh, okay. invited. But because of the oh, okay. conflict, they couldn't do it.
2: Mm. Okay. That's a,
1: that's a shame, that's, though.
0: That's, that's a real shame that they didn't turn up. Because yeah. I, I think that they... Yeah, I, I definitely agree that they should have been there. Um, and I am surprised that they don't attend things like FSC. Um, and I've forgotten the name of the one that's in um, in, in um every year. There's the, the big flight season convention there that Aerosoft sort of manage. Uh, I definitely think that this is... Yeah, you're right, Sergio. That's where they need to sort of um, spend a bit yeah. more time. And, and because Eagle Dynamics' communication with its fan base is... Unreliable at best. I think <laughs> um, that, that going to events like this, where we do congregate and where there is a lot of coverage um, from uh, the, the the simulation of the simulation media and and YouTube personalities, um, I think is a very important step that they should make. And I think that's possibly also a reason why Lockheed Martin maybe did try to do the outreach. They wanted to try and sort of re cement their position in the marketplace. But who knows? Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, very very interesting thoughts. Um, but that actually is, does sort of segue us onto to something that I, I think we should talk about is, and something that um, that, that Bell and I saw um, and has been in the simulation news over the last couple of weeks, um, and that is uh, what I well I call them sim-like um, sim-like flight sims. Um, or or titles that sort of have simulation elements. So we're, we're of course talking about things like um, Aerofly, um, Aerofly FS, Aerofly FS2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about uh, Combat Air Patrol 2. I think it's Straits of Hormuz. I think is the subtitle to that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things like uh, War Thunder and World of Warplanes. Um, these sort of it's. I want to talk about where we all see where they fit into our sort of uh, our our experience as virtual aviators and as, and as as simulation enthusiasts, because some people say that they're sims, some people say that they're not. And as I said, I I personally define them as sim likes. Um, I mean, I'm interested to hear what you guys think.
2: I agree. I agree with you. Um, I don't see Mesa as actual sims. Although uh, Aerofly 2 uh, wants to be a real sim. Uh, that's that's what um, they are. At least they I are just announcing. I have Pinocchio running
1: through my head here. I want to be a real sim. <laughs> I, it's it's like
0: yeah, and and I'm like, because I, I look, I I've got it and I've tried it and I'm just like. It's, it's, yeah, it feels um, like it feels like an iOS port like that is seriously what it feels like and it drives me insane
1: because I can't deal with yeah, that the, yeah,
2: yeah I don't go. know have
1: you seen the one that um, that uh, one lady Laura was showing off on Saturday morning at the convention what was it uh, in, uh, Infinite in, Flight Infinite I Flight Infinite
0: Flight I'm that looks kind of good for something for the phone yeah, which is kind of like in, in, interesting, and that's uh the, the other one that I meant to include in, in my list before is Infinite Flight. I mean, the potential that they're showing the, the levering out of mobile devices now, of course, is quite powerful. Um, but sorry, Sergio, yeah, do go on.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was saying that, um, you know, Aerofly wants to be real sim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to be real sim. yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> um. And um, I, I've talked to, I think it's Torsten, one of the guys that, that's leading uh, the, the, the company and leading Aerofly 2. I, I have actually done an interview uh, with him for uh, Simmer, And their goal is to make Aerofly 2 um, a scene just like Explain or just like FSW or whatever. But right now, they are so, so, so far away from it. Um, I have tried it. I have tried it several times, and just like you, <laughs> Tristan, I, I I I simply cannot spend a lot of time there because it feels it's it still feels feels weird. There are no systems. Uh, the flight model is very arcade-ish, You know, um, I don't remember right now the last time I tried it, but you know, on one of the last times that I've tried it, it couldn't even crash, and it was, it, it's pretty, yep. and that's one of the things that really uh, gets on my nerves. You know the community sees a pretty seam and oh my God, this is going to be the very big next big yep. thing. Oh, this is this is the best seam ever. You know, just because it looks pretty, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not. It, it, it's just a pretty seam. It's not a seam. It's a pretty something seam <laughs> like, like mm. like a set and So mm. um, I do have some hopes for for that seam uh, if the if those guys manage to. Um, do what they want to do. Uh, I do have some hopes for that sim, but I wouldn't place him on uh, a very high level uh, at least right now. They have a lot to prove themselves. Um, so yeah, uh, I-, I-, I see Aeroflight 2 on this in-, in this limbo between sim and sim-like right now. Um, okay. It's not the sim. It's not the sim-like because it's not finished. It's not done. So right now, it's for me, it's mm. really nothing.
0: Okay, mm. and uh, Drew, because I know you've got experience with some of the other ones that we that I sort of was talking about before. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel the same sort of exists for things like War Thunder and World of Warplanes as well, or do you see them as being more developed or less developed?
1: Well, now the only one that I have any real. Uh, experience with is War Thunder. I tried World of Warplanes once, I did a live stream on it, and I came away very unimpressed with it. War Thunder, I had been in for a very long period of time, and I only recently stopped playing because a lot of the single-player campaigns that I was used to, they started stripping away. So basically it's become just this multiplayer slugfest. Mm. I didn't... War Thunder for the multiplayer. I mean, every now and then, you know, I would go up with like a squad or something like that, especially when I was doing the Twitch live streaming. But that was not my focus. I wanted that mission capability. I wanted to be able to tell stories. I mean, you know what my channel's about. I'm telling stories, Mm basically. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that anymore. So, you know, I lost interest in War Thunder. But as far as development-wise, I've seen it come a long way. When it first started, yeah, it was very arcadey, and in some respects, it still is. However, that being said, they've gone through and they've put in the capability to basically map every control axis you think of. And, you know, every feature of the aircraft, they've tried to put in, like, more real-world physics into it. And it actually shows. But then, the thing to remember with War Thunder is they're in one specific time frame. They're not... Generalized, like, you know, your FSX, FSW, X-Plane experience and whatnot. So they're picking one time frame that they know that they can work in, and they're maximizing on it. And I thought they've done a pretty good job on that. Mm, mm. Um, World of Warplanes, yeah, it's very arcade. And honestly, I think that was the biggest turnoff for me. Stuff like Airfly Two, I really meant to to hop in the Orbix booth when I was at FlightSimCon, but unfortunately there was not enough time to do everything. <laughs> We're literally running around all day long, but mm. I'd like to give that a shot just to see what it's like. And then what was the other one? Um, I want to say Flight Gear.
0: No, uh, ca- okay, Cap. Other
1: cap. Interest in looking at?
0: Yeah, cat no, cap. cap Two. Yes, cap that's
1: two. right funny thing about that, they did invite me to their alpha test and I ended up declining because what I had seen at the time, even though it's about the Harrier, and of course I'm really excited about the Harrier coming in DCS, it it didn't wow me. And I'm hoping that this change over time, I might give it a shot, but right now it really didn't grab me, and it's going to take more than just the visual to grab me. I'm done with pretty I'm done with sixty four bit. You have to have a little bit more substance than that. <laughs> Here we go,
0: and and I think that's actually the, the the key point about it is that is it, that what I find with these sim likes is that they end up being um, having things that interest us but they lack a depth and a substance that we find in the more full fledged um uh, Sims that we that we all go to regularly. So the the DCS X plane uh, prepared and um, FSX and hopefully future um, flight flight sim world as well. Um, and, and it's it's interesting that uh, Sergey that you mentioned that with uh, Aerofly FS2 that they are working towards making it more a uh, more like a full fledged sim in the long term because I I definitely my thing with it at the moment is that it looks very beautiful very pretty especially in VR because uh, I, I did get oh, yeah. a chance to try the VR um, with Orbix but it was the actual flight dynamics itself is ghastly so it's, I find it very interesting that they are trying to like flesh it out um, then with something like um, War Thunder and World of War uh, Warplanes, it was just for me it was just you're far too arcadey and just yeah, just, just generally and the same with Cap 2 I, I really want to say good things about Cap 2 but I can't um, even the state that it's currently at at the moment they seem to be trying to add too much stuff around the edges without actually focusing on the core of the title they seem to be in this confused right. space where they, they're trying to pitch it as a sim but it's far too obviously a, an arcade title
1: Mm. in case you were wondering every now and then you'll notice like my eyes are going sideways Um, I was looking at another sim light that we were briefly discussing before we started recording Mm. called Helleborn and as some of these uh, images pop up on the screen it really nails home my biggest problem with these sim lights Uh uh there's a lot of stuff on the screen I hate that, that just completely takes away from it, that Is totally immersion breaking when you're seeing an exterior view of a helicopter and there's all kinds of HUD elements all (laughs) over it. Yep. That no longer becomes a simulator. That's a game. Yes. (laughs) Yep. And 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 that's that's a big thing. So, is that yeah?
0: It breaks the immersion of it. So that that definitely puts realms in the more of the the arcade style. But that then brings me to sort of the the reason why I wanted to talk about these these sim likes today is where do we see those in relation to the Sims and, and us as as a flight simulation community? Are they a good thing for us? Are they a negative? Where do we see them fitting in to our world, our virtual world, as it were?
2: Sergio? Do you wow. have you wait, uh, Well, um, I have... Some mixed feelings about this um, I, I, you know it can be good because it, it can it can actually um, call some call the attention of some guys of some people some kids maybe that um, probably never looked into an aircraft in the in a serious manner and they started started to to enjoy it and even being arcade-ish, they start to you know give their first steps uh, into flight simulation guys. You you guys remember how flight simulation was when we started, right? It yeah. was arcadeish. Oh yeah, it's nothing mm-hmm. what we have right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah so, um, perhaps some of us already had some uh, background with the aircraft. uh I, you know, for me it was my brother. It was in the air force, and uh, so I, I was I was um, I was very close to aircraft, and it was very close to what aircraft do and. Uh, uh, some uh, some very small scale models and whatnot, um, but for some guys, the first contact they had with aeronautics was uh, a flight simulator that they either picked up because they wanted to or because they played it at a friend. And um, on one on one end, I see um, these uh, seem like games uh, bring new people into the into the the flight simulation world. On the other hand, um, I think that, you know, those that are already passionate about uh, flight simulation will probably pick up X-Plane or FSX or FSW or whatever and try from there because if they are passionate about aircraft and about aviation, they already know how things work and they want to simulate that on their home, uh, on their computers. So um, I, I don't I don't see it as something that would be um, a terribly... Huge in terms of bringing people into flight simulation, but I think that it's something that can, you know, get people into flight simulation slowly, but not a huge amount of people. Um, I'm kind of neutral in terms of what this means to our community. These are games, guys. These are hmm. okay, they seem like you can fly a helicopter or fly an airplane, yeah. but these are games. Hmm. Bell
1: Gateway Drug plain and simple. It is a gateway drug. (laughs) I've run into enough people who have played like War Thunder and so on and so forth with me over the years and, you know, have expressed interest in things like FSX and so on. Well, that was the primary platform that I was using at the time. So, basically we used War Thunder as our, you know, hey this is what flight simming is kind of like and then brought them over to the dark side. (laughs) Where where we have cookies, yes. Mm. (laughs) Yes, we do have cookies. So you were the flight um, sim dealer. And that's the thing with these uh, sim lights, too, is the fact that, yeah, you know, they're they're quick time wasters. They're great when it comes to, you know, I just need to kill a few hours and I need to blow off some steam. That's basically what they are used for. But... The people who, like Sergio said Are passionate about it They know where to find it And if they don't know where to find it Well, you can just look on Facebook There's like 500 groups of flight simulation people in there It's a big one We'll tell you everything you need to know But yeah, if you need that first hit Go ahead and play War Thunder, and then come to me, and I'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Your official, your official <laughs> underground,
0: underground flight simulation dealer is Belgio with the purple hat. Um, I, I, look, I, I actually couldn't agree more. I, I, for me, they are very much um, gateway drugs. Great gateway sims. Um, in, in, in gateway experiences, I think it's probably the, is the way I choose to use it because um and from a personal perspective for me is the my gateway back into simming was microsoft flight which was very much a sim like it had the potential to be a great fantastic next generation sim but the top level was very much an arcade style on on the surface of it It, the sim was far deeper um, and that was my gateway back into it in, and without that I would never have come back into, uh, into the family so yeah, I, I definitely agree that it's a great way to, to, to get new people in and well, to, to spark that interest for people who want to go further if people only want the short quick hit of yeah let's go blow something up and then we're done then it's great for them but it's also great for the people who go that was fun I want to find out more I want to do more I want to find out mm-hmm. I want to experience more I don't want to be on rails so much um but I also see it as a good opportunity for those of us who do take our in me a little bit more seriously to actually take a step back um because I think sometimes we take ourselves far too seriously. Um, no.
1: I, oh <laughs> my no.
0: Re, okay, so for anyone who's watching this who hasn't seen, I I recently did a video comparing, and and I I chose the title very deliberately. I it was it was a video that I titled I called um two 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 living Sims and one sim comparison two living one dead. Um, where I I took a comparison. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I I, I compared Lockheed Martin's prepared version 4, X-Plane 11, uh, and uh, Microsoft Flight, which is the one that we as a community killed um, like five, six years ago, all out of the box. Excuse me. Well, 99% out of the box. um, Just to basically just go baseline comparison for everything. Um, My God, the comments on that. It was <laughs> horrifying. So, as I said, I think sometimes we take ourselves far too seriously. And that's where I also think that titles like Airfly, um have an advantage. Where, you know what, I can jump into something that I wouldn't normally simulate. I wouldn't normally want to sort of do in a sim and do something stupid and do something fun um, or as you as you said, um, Belle, just jump into um a Spitfire and go shoot stuff down for an hour. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, I can do that without having to go through the entire startup process and make sure I don't jam my right. guns like I do in the DCS one or the A two A one. So I can you know I can mm-hmm. I can go and enjoy it without having to simulate every feature of it. So I, 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 as I said I, I see it definitely as a, as a gateway experience. Um, for people who want to take it and take their first steps on a new journey but as a great opportunity for us who sim on regularly to actually take a step back and take
1: ourselves a little less seriously just a little Mm -hmm. just just a little just a little less seriously well I would have to agree with you Uh, taking oneself less seriously is definitely a good thing and I say this as I'm sitting here almost four o'clock in the morning in Pittsburgh wearing a purple hat (laughs) <laughs> oh so, uh, yes! If anyone will 100%, percent i not taking themselves seriously. It's this guy right here. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I could not have. Allie would agree, than. but she's asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh my God! I, and and on those, uh, I think uh, we might uh, draw this episode of Three Gravity Sims to a, to an end. I think uh, on that wonderful piece of life advice uh, from Belgio of uh, folks, don't try not to take yourselves too seriously, uh, because I think it's you know there's a lot more fun to be had. Uh, closing closing thoughts, Sergio, from you today.
2: Uh closing thoughts for me today. Um don't wake up at four AM wearing a purple hat. <laughs> <laughs> you end up like this guy.
1: Now <laughs> uh, for some for some worse. Can you think food. of a better time of day to wear it? <laughs>
2: yeah, true.
1: <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 I don't know it. what, what time, time. The,
1: what time did the pubs
0: shut in uh, in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Um, uh,
1: two. <laughs> so that's oh two al- no alcohol and one hat. <laughs> oh, now you know why oh. I'm a grumpy simmer.
2: Yeah, uh, true, true, true. <laughs> on a more mi- on a more serious note, um, I still have a lot of catch up on uh, FS. You know, with all the FSC videos, um, I did like what I saw from X Plane and from um, FSW. So uh, Lemon Research and Dovetail Games. I hope those guys keep on working. Uh, I, I just wanted to say something that um, I forgot to say to, to mention previously. It has nothing to do with this, but uh, I don't know if you guys heard this. Um, I was I was I was seeing some some posts about the Explain and some other sims, and one of the comments there I could not um, confirm if this was real. Um, and this, this has to do with, uh, with something that you, Bell, uh, told about um, about Austin, that he was very passionate. And one thing that I, I read about was that um, Laminer told the development team that they wanted the streetlights to be so good that they could be used on a racing game. I'm not sure if that was true, but if that, that's true, that's something really amazing. Um, I, I hope those guys keep on working uh, as hard as they've are as they been doing right now. And um, I also work, I also hope that AeroFly 2 becomes the same that we all expect it to be and hope it to be. Um, and, Drew, try to find that enter button at the end of,
1: <laughs> of this session. <laughs> I just My- have to plug this phone in because the charger is <laughs> like, hey... We're low. We're down to 5% battery here. Uh, oh, okay. One thing know. that I will say as a final note, uh, Sergio, we yep. need to get you to Flight SimCon next year. <laughs> and I don't care like, how that's... we do it. I don't care if we have to do a GoFundMe, a Patreon, whatever the case may be. We'll sell Girl Scout cookies on the corner. <laughs> we're getting you to Flight SimCon next year. You need to experience this
2: yeah that would be absolutely amazing i don't have my hopes i as like you as you know i've been saying next year uh, for the past three or four years or so uh well uh, that would that would be great yeah would well be awesome. well
0: well sergio make next year the not next year but just make it the year next year done yeah yeah we're gonna make it out uh yeah, for, cool. For me, uh, closing wise, um, look, I think that it is a really exciting year that we've got ahead of us. Um, and I think that we, as a as a simulation community, we would sort of started losing our way a little bit. And I think that what I saw at FSC this year, 2017, I think gave me the most hope that I've had for our community in a long time um i saw people who i know from video comments and forum threads who were very very passionate about their particular simulator and would clash and do nasty things to it call each other nasty things on forums i saw them sit down and have drinks together and realize that they that the sim their sim has many good points, and the other sim has many good points and <laughs> the fact that they got they walked away with a new appreciation um, for all sides and I think that that was one of the best things I saw, um, along with seeing the passion from the the two main developers and yeah I, I think that uh, we have a lot of hope. Um, we have the potential for a lot of hope um, and we have potential to, for a lot of great things coming forward and <laughs> and I, I'm I'm excited I'm excited to see what comes up so there you go but that's it alright folks that does wrap up uh, that does wrap up grumpy three grumpy simmers for another episode um, we shall try not to be so technically technically challenged at the next episode <laughs> um <laughs> but no guarantees no guarantees Samsung I'm watching you <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you get, get a Windows phone I keep telling you anyway
1: alright folks um,
0: my name's been NovaWing24 thank you very much for joining me uh, thank you very much to my two other grumpy simmers thank you very much to Sergio yeah.
2: thank and you
0: thank you very much to Belgio.
1: Ciao. And don't
0: forget, guys, go and subscribe to the guys' channels. Go check out the Heli Simmer website. Go subscribe to uh, Belgs' channel. And, uh, of course, as always, if you haven't already subscribe to mine as well. And we, the three Grumpy Simmers, will catch you on the next episode. Take care. Safe skies to all.